1: Lumos. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill. Also known as Sir Ezra the Watchful, History of Magic Professor, the Flannel Wizard, obviously. Yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, Professor Lupin fangirl, and my <laughs> wonderful co-host, and yours, Lottie, A.K. Fleur.
2: Einen wunderschönen guten Tag. We are so happy you are here. Come on in, make yourself at home in our beautiful little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Even though today we're recording from the cottage gardens. So just open up that garden what do you call it door is it a little you know makes. yeah a little gate like let's let's find a little gate sound
1: open the open the garden gate
2: squeaky garden gates here we go this is episode number 46 of shell cottage radio and this week we will start a reread of harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban with chapter one owl post welcome to everyone who's been listening along for the first two books it's so good to have you back. And also a very warm welcome to everybody who's new to the cottage. Whether you found us through our YouTube, TikTok, friends recommendations, other podcasts, or simply by scrolling through your favorite podcasting platform, we're absolutely stoked to have you here. And we aim to give you the best Potter experience with long and short form content. So make sure you also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is called Harry Potter Hangout. There you will find shorts, podcast episodes, chapter summaries, and even a little bit of us streaming Hogwarts Legacy. We would love to hang out with you there. If if you are new here, we always start the episode off with the latest Cottage Ketchup, where we just share a little bit of what's been going on in our lives, often Potter or Star Wars related. Then we go through a quick trivia training session and also introduce a new fantastic beast in our weekly Magi Zoology lesson. Before we dive into the chapter summary and discussion, we always love to hear your thoughts, no matter if it's about this week's chapter, a previous chapter, a theory, or anything else in the Wizarding world. So send us an owl and we will read it on the show. All right, and without any further ado, we want to get right into the juicy, nice, and tomatoey cottage ketchup. Should we actually make some homemade ketchup some day? You think? Yeah, we could. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Do you, how do you make? How do you? How do you make
2: ketchup? How do you uh, make ketchup. Hey guys, if you have a good homemade ketchup recipe, send send it send it yeah. now. <laughs>
1: yeah, because it's not. No, I mean normally I avoid the ketchup. Too much sugar. But if uh-huh. I took those tomatoes and I mashed them with my feet.
2: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: then
2: sweetie how are you feeling uh c- can you describe to our listeners where where are we at today what are well you looking
1: at? we I am looking at um I'm looking at some dandelions some green grass I'm looking at a lake I can hear some birds flying over around I've got some flies buzzing around mm-hmm. here as well too some little uh you know insects gnats whatever these things are I don't even know uh, but we are just out here we are got the blue sky yeah us, enjoying clouds. the sunshine. There might be a thunderstorm off to the east. We're not sure. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so uh yeah. But no, yeah, we're just out here chilling, enjoying the uh enjoying nature. So Getting, uh, getting towards the end of our school year, and so we went out here for the weekend and just yeah. kind of wanted to hang out and relax a little bit and record for you folks, and just, yeah, it's just nice to be outside, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Because we always want to go outside and take like a long walk and just enjoy this. We talk about staying out even late and watching the stars and stuff, so we record for like an hour and a half, but this is a good hour and a half where we're outside now.
2: I know. So. I love it. I've been wanting to do this forever, really, since we started podcasting. I was like, let's go outside somewhere and record it. Let's and do it. Let's get out there. next to to stream. Yeah. And have some real ambience going on in the background. So I don't know if you guys actually can hear it. I hope you can because it's so nice. And we we thought we would just take you outside, you know. hmm mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So uh, th- thanks for for coming outside with us. today. Yeah. Uh, this week we actually have some major news. We released a um an episode last week about rumors. Back then it was just. Rumors about a new Harry Potter show. Now it's been confirmed. HBO Max is going to produce a Harry Potter show. Ten uh-huh. seasons, correct?
1: Seven. They this so, sorry, a seven seasons. Decade long. Was a, yeah, um, a decade
2: long. So ten years, probably. They're they're aiming to develop it yep. all. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: So over a ten year period, they're looking to make maybe seven seven seasons. Uh, I would have to imagine though that this is going to be a reboot for everything. Like you're not going to reboot this and make a tv show and then say oh by the way we're gonna go finish fantastic beasts and where to find them uh and then after that we're gonna make a marauders movie series where we're also gonna be connecting you know tying things back into the they could they could create two separate verses i guess right they could keep have the movie verse where in which they do movies and then have Mm -hmm. a tv harry potter verse right that's possible yeah so yeah
2: i honestly i've been having a hard time. Getting real excited about it, so I I really want to be. I, I love Harry Potter. I love looking forward to new Harry Potter shows, products, um, just stories. And this is not at all what I expected mm-hmm. they would do. And yeah. now the the problem with this is it's, it's such a great project, like in terms of large. Yeah. That it now I know there is probably nothing new coming in the next 10 years no and that is i think the sad part about it really for me and i so wish they they would have done and we said this before but would have done the you know star wars approach where they just expand the universe what i mean that's i I think i don't know I, i i have heard people talk about it's all about money i don't know enough about it why i mean yes i guess a seven season show is already there you already have the story And you don't have to come up with, I don't know, two different shows each having three seasons Mm -hmm. about another, a new story, you know, which is harder and involves more money hiring people who write a new story or or paying, you know, someone um, who's already involved in that. But I I don't know. I feel like um, more people would be inclined to watch it if it was. I don't know. Maybe maybe people will actually watch it. It's going to be great. I don't know yet, but I'll, all I want to say is it's it's difficult for me as a really really I mean Harry Potter is really close to my heart um <laughs> to to get super excited and stoked and yeah. So how, how, do you, me, how do you feel? Let
1: me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you, what if they did the seven series, they rebooted it and they really did distinguish between, you know, the show verse and movie verse. So, you know, here's Harry Potter mm-hmm. movie verse where, mm-hmm. in which we're going to continue maybe two more Fantastic Beast movies. Okay. And then we're also going to do the Marauders movies or something. Mm. Um. You know, we're going to have. You mean a, like at
2: the same time while they're producing yeah. the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: would you be excited then too, to kind of say, okay, in my mind, I understand <laughs> yes. they're two separate universes. For example, in, in like, yes. DC fandom, there's an active, like—well, there was, anyways. I'm not sure it's still active or not. But the Flash TV show has been going on for years, right? Okay. Meanwhile, in what they release in the movie theater— is totally different. So you have yeah. a live-action Flash show, as well as what they call like, the Arrowverse. So it's this mm-hmm. Green Arrow, The Flash, and all the other different superheroes in the DC universe, and they're all in their TV-verse. Okay. And then the uh, DC movies, it's totally different. Yeah. Like, they are doing... I mean, every, it's just its kind of wild. There's okay. really no, you know, format to it. What Marvel did that's interesting is, like, they've done movies and their TV shoes... Uh, TV shoes... <laughs> I guess they put their TV shoes on when they make their TV shows (laughs) and uh, they they all kind of connect though, right? So uh, those all connected. That's what Star Wars is doing too is everything has to connect, movies and TV shows. Yeah. This, when you do a reboot like this, you're clearly saying they're not connected. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, you're you're clearly saying like once you go back and redo the originals of something, Mm -hmm. then whatever you make after that, like you have to decide how they're all connected and are Mm -hmm. they related or not? Or are they just standalone things? Right. If that makes sense.
2: So you would think like um, or you would hope they would just uh, separate the two universes and, and kind actually of what
1: I hope they do, you know what I hope they yeah, do? absolutely. So if they've just des- if they've decided to well, one of two things either make the entire uh, show verse its own separate thing and just keep going with that go crazy. Yeah, yeah. right. And then continue to make movies and build up the movie-verse. That way you could always have this uh, idea of maybe you, you bring back the original cast at some point if you ever wanted to. Or mm-hmm. you wanted to bring back in Tom Felton to pre- play Dr- Draco <laughs> uh, seen, you know, as, as an older yeah. wizard. Yeah. Uh, or something. You can all do all these different, you know, Professor Longbottom uh, having his own series and stuff like <laughs> I that. I
2: think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, those, those things I have, are... I haven't heard of that anywhere else.
1: Just so. extensions. Just extensions yeah. of, like, trying to figure out what, what that all uh, means. So... You could do both. You could have your TV verse where they build out. Like, let's say they do in their TV verse um, seven seasons, they redo all the books, then they go back and they do like three or four seasons of a TV show where in which they do Newt, Newt's Commander and yes. Albus Dumbledore and they, they have their own TV verse going there, but then they're also continuing the the, the, the cinema verse. Now, that's one option. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. They could yeah. go crazy with that and make them two totally separate verses. Or they could just say, you know what, from here moving forward, we are going to completely reboot. Yeah. And we are going to do what Marvel did. And essentially build out TV shows upon TV shows upon yeah. TV shows. Yeah. And that's their new thing. Everything's going to the streaming mm-hmm. thing. We're not releasing stuff in theaters. We're not we're not doing that anymore. We're not making big movies. Okay. We're doubling down on the idea that we're going to make these awesome epic TV shows. Yeah. HBO is known for that. Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. True. Right? There's they made no this, movie. Yeah, true. Right. They made this epic show and then they're nice. going to go back. And yeah, there's never been a movie for Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So that might be what they say going forward. Harry Potter is just we're gonna reboot completely do these seven seasons that's that's a decade that's ten years of content and then the next ten years is all the stuff we were hoping this next this 10 years would be for the I films, know. right? So it's like you're getting a reboot and then you're going to go into the Marauders, then you're going to go into uh gosh, I don't even know, go back to do Fantastic Beasts, maybe something with Hogwarts Legacy, Ancient Magic, who knows. They could yeah. do whatever they want, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I know.
2: I have an idea for doing a whole little show on on a character who's uh, to become a Quidditch professional player. And not even Ginny or anyone's, maybe someone who ends up playing for the Hollyhead Harpies or you Yeah. Know. That would be cool. That would be cool. Absolutely. There's so much you can take and make something cool out of it. Right. <laughs> so please, I, I really... If if they're going to still... If they still plan on doing that, then I'm okay with it. Then I'm excited. Yeah. If they really have grand, grand plans for this universe... Yeah. Then I'm going to be stoked and excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if, yeah, if If that's all we're going to get and then we have to wait another five years, ten years after... All the shows came out. I don't know. Then um, no, I think that's you know. silly. I think mm-hmm.
1: the I think the only way that they sold J.K. Rowling on this is to say we're going to give you a a faithful, more faithful adaptation of your books where we expand, there's more characters. Um, All the characters that weren't in it, for example, Professor Benz was one, right? Uh, Bane, uh, I'm trying to think. The Gaunts, the Gaunts weren't, Charlie Weasley. Charlie Weasley, there you go. Uh, All those folks that didn't show up before, all the different scenes that didn't happen, they now have a chance to do that and make a more, you know, just a a, a TV show version, a long, long version of Harry Potter. That's what people want, more Harry Potter content, more Wizarding World stuff. And if they told her, okay, after, that then we could probably do more of what you want right because right. JK Rowling is more of a she's all about, all about the story all about the plots she needs a she needs longer uh like a longer medium or whatever to to tell her story a way a way yeah. to kind of yeah. weave in a lot of intricate details I feel like when they did the Fantastic Beast, she had so much going on in those movies that it was tough to tell the story yeah and to keep yep, people yep. kind of connected and what's happening and create elements of surprise and whatnot out, mm. you know who knows but uh yeah 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 fascinating
2: Okay. But I mean your your view on things really gave me a little bit of hope. So Okay, good. I'm excited. I am
1: excited. I am excited for it. That's
2: good. I I will try my best to to keep being excited or to be excited. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep you know, an open mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, I will. I will. And we'll see what what comes what they make of it in the next I don't know, two, three years when the first season comes out. Who knows how long that will be. (laughs) Right, right. But yeah, so that's uh that's the latest Potter news really. Anything else? For a catch-up, I mean, summer is just around the corner. We're wrapping up the school year, which is awesome, but also stressful. So the end of the year is um is has this great. I mean, everyone is so excited for the summer. The weather is better. The days are longer. You can sit outside like this. Um, you just feel better in general, right? Yeah. But what we've been not necessarily struggling with, but trying to do, is just simplify a little bit. Yeah. Simplify. Simplify your th- things. Your 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 life. Your daily life and and really do go after the things that are that really matter to you and um that you feel like will Mm -hmm. get you to where you want to be and and also at the same time you know love where you are right now so right yeah so we're just trying to simplify things a little bit and and yeah
1: and along that line so something coming up uh we yeah this is going to be for our patrons we're going to be doing this at the end of the school year Yes. right. A little celebration. We're trying. We're picking a date, probably like either the last week of May or the second to last week of May. Uh, that weekend, a Friday or Saturday, we're going to reach out to folks and see if they want to do like a virtual hangout, sort of yeah. a virtual happy hour, if you will, <laughs> and just chilling out, no recording or anything. It's just pop on, hang out. Yep. We'll have some Harry Potter drinks and fun. That'd stuff. That'd be forever. so fun. Yeah. yeah. So
2: uh, stay tuned for that. And if you want to join our Patreon, um, you can still do so before May. We don't have an exact date yet, but probably end of the school year. So some sometime in uh, late May. Getting attacked by by bees right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're getting attacked a little bit But we love
2: bees. I just learned about uh, how important, not that I didn't know, but I got reminded of how important bees are again. So, protect bees. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also,
1: before we move on to I want to say that we are going to have the format change for this book series in between each episode. We are dropping kind of our Harry Potter Hangout Theory videos. Yes. So we're going to be dropping some audio that basically might be like a quick little script read that we that starts off our discussion, and then we discuss a topic and kind of go from there. So we've done a lot of these already over on the channel, and it's been really fun. So I'm just hoping to do more of that with you guys. So I'm not exactly sure what we'll get into today. Uh, we could do a character study or something, but we'll figure it out yep. after the show here, and yep, we're going to yep. be bringing those and try to get a calendar going. But you're going to see them. They're different titles, and they'll just probably pose a question or state what the theory is. And know that that's a little separate from the re But that takes us all over the series, and it's just something fun that and additional fun. that we want to throw out there, as well as our, extend, our, our Extendable Year edition, yes. uh, too. So and be on the prof- lookout for those.
2: Professor Kirk is the, the lore master, the theory master, so I'm excited to do that with you. Yeah, <laughs> down. All right, uh, Professor, are you ready for some trivia?
1: Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: We'll see. Today I only got two questions for you. Thank goodness. Number one is who else do we know possesses a sneakoscope scope that we learn about in this chapter in the Harry Potter series? Mad-Eye Moody. <sighs> that was quick, but not really, right? I mean, is it Mad-Eyes or is it? Well, whoa, is it whoa, 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 whoa. Or Are you is just it...
1: upset that I got it right that fast? <laughs> I wasn't even looking or in it. I don't have anything. I have no access to a dock, no computer out here, couldn't have cheated in any way, shape, or form. Come on
2: now. Well, is it? Is it
1: She's upset. Is it guys. Mad-Eye
2: or is it Bordecast? She tries to actually stump me.
1: <laughs> With questions now because she's realizing that uh, I sometimes pretend to know not you know to not I know, know as act- much as you're very knowledgeable. In no, it, no, 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 <laughs> no. I, I have
2: not.
1: There's a lot of books I have not re- reread in a long time. So, especially towards the latter half of the series. What do you, all right? Yeah. What's next?
2: uh what is the title of the divination textbook?
1: Uh, this. Yeah.
2: yeah. That the one that uh, Harry is about to Ariga? buy. Um, 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 um,
1: it's something about the inner eye. um mm-hmm. It's seeing into the future.
2: F- future is good.
1: Yep. Um, yep.
2: <laughs> the
1: future you shall see when.
2: Uh, you don't know. Yeah. No.
1: It's what is it?
2: Unfogging the future. Of course it is unfogging the future. <laughs> I know it's difficult when you don't have like options like ABOC. So it's I unfog- I, ad- I admit that.
1: Listen here, it's unfogging the future, and if you guys didn't know that, now well now you do. <laughs>
2: because the fu- yeah cuz you unfogged the future. Yeah.
1: Okay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All what right? if in post production though I go back and I I just
2: y- you cut it up you edited it and I like,
1: really did, did time it. travel. I went back into Oh,
2: you can. That's that's the power Whoa. of editing.
1: Yes, it is actually. Yep. All right, trivia question for you.
2: Oh, oh. What?
1: Which subject was Harry Potter doing homework for in this chapter?
2: Let me think. I'm pretty sure There was two subjects mentioned. There is a an essay about the weird, Wendelin the weird, and there is something about potions. I think he was writing about Wendelin the weird, which is probably for History of Magic.
1: Yes, let's go History of Magic.
2: I didn't. I really didn't look at. All right, I know you you saw. You saw that. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. So that's fun. I like to get challenged, and I like the cool thing is even if I don't get it right, I like to learn. The, the answer. Yeah. Oh I, I like to learn here. more about Harry Potter, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we should we should take turns more often. Or, oh, or don't worry, I'll be, I'll be I'll just, I got yeah, some in my back pocket here. That's that's awesome. You have another one? No. No, okay. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, give me a number. Any number between three and eighty eight. Uh eighty eight.
0: Oh what? wow. You rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them
2: Ooh. Ooh Werewolves. Werewolves? On page 83. We've yep. never done that. No, never okay. done that before. But, I mean, what do you guess the classification is? Triple X. Um, The highest classification is one, two, three, four, five, six.
1: Six X's. Six X's then.
2: And that's, yep. It has um a little, uh, what is it called? A footnote. This classification refers, of course, to the werewolf in its transformed state. When there is no full moon, the werewolf is as harmless as any other human. For a heart trending account of one wizard's battle with lycanthropy, see the classic hairy snout, <laughs> hairy snout human heart by an anonymous author. Okay, interesting. The mm-hmm. werewolf is found worldwide, though it is believed to have originated in northern Europe. Humans turn into werewolves only when bitten. There is no known cure, though recent developments in potion making have to a great Extend alleviated the worst symptoms once a month at full moon. The otherwise sane and normal wizard of muggle muggle afflicted transforms into a murderous beast. Almost un I can't read. Almost uniquely among fantastic creatures, the werewolf actively seeks humans in preference to any other kind of prey. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You know, little detail that they actively seek humans over any other kind of prey. It's almost like vampires and the Collins society Okay, we do. Naturally, we would prefer humans, but we decide not to. Mm-hmm. I guess werewolves don't really have that self-control.
1: Love push, baby. Love <laughs> La push. push. No, no, no. Sorry, those are not werewolves. They're not children of the moon, as they say in Twilight. Uh, those are skin changers.
2: Skinwalkers.
1: Uh, or skinwalk. Oh my! Skinwalker ranch me right now. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh my <laughs> goodness. That's a history channel. Show you guys. Um, should check out with parent permission. Make sure it's you scary. get there. It's a little scary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean.
2: It's a little but scary. But
1: it's on History Channel. There's nothing, you know. It's just, yeah. Skinwalkers. Uh, scary. Curses. Ugh. Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, what do you think about werewolves? What, w- what? what do I think
1: about werewolves? I am one. All right? That's what I well. think. Spoilers. <laughs> Disclosure. All right? You guys have wondered about it, and it's true. I do transform I once mean, a month.
2: You have a whatever. lot of hair. I do. Do you think <laughs> Professor lipping has a lot of pain?
1: Okay, I guess. <laughs> anybody else out there? You know? oh. so. uh, anybody else wondering
2: that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Everybody's but, like, well,
1: I thought just because there's had ho- uh, hair on his toes, he was a hobbit. But I guess he's a <laughs> werewolf. Um, Goodness
3: I think what gracious.
2: the series teaches us is that werewolves actually do have a choice. And it's terrible that they get dis- discriminated against. Because it, with the potion, you can see that the symptoms are nearly not as bad as they could be, but mm. there is so th- since there is a um, a potion for it, but other werewolves choose not to take it, and they actually enjoy the yeah what it, how how would you describe it the hunger for humans yeah <laughs> or the the bloodlust yeah whatever you want to call it so right. um. Yeah, I think werewolves have a choice, and and well,
1: it's it's a lot like the Cullens, right? I mean, vampires by nature are they're blood sucking, you know, they're after humans, trying to turn humans or whatever, you know. So the Cullens chose not to, and you can choose to fight it. Maybe, uh, maybe there's a way where you could, without the potion, like maybe Lupin could have fought this in his, uh, you know, without like when he's in his werewolf form. Maybe yeah. he, maybe he could have fought it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's not enough not enough known yet really in the universe. Yeah. Though. Yeah. But, I but mean, in large they're all just really bad. But
2: Yeah. But even then he seek to isolate himself and yeah. stay away from it, any humans, not, you know, so he get he doesn't get um distracted or or um I don't know. Yeah. Um would you want to befriend a werewolf? Would you want to have a werewolf? I mean, would you Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I think I totally like I wouldn't why would you actively seek out like oh yeah i really want to be friends with a werewolf like it's it's if now, i
1: had we not have known about lupin and you just said they were all there was no way and they were all just terrible and there was no there was no way in Ooh, which good they point. could you yeah. know i mean the only reason we're saying that is because we know of one who's we, we're we not saying we never would we don't really deal in absolutes
2: mm-hmm. so i think yeah. i still would have said yes yeah even even if we have not had not met lupin in the i series. was gonna say yeah
1: i thought you were gonna say even if you would not have met me I was like, wow. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, I would still, uh, I would still like to, like, not actively, but if I learned, okay, my my friend, if I learned about you being a werewolf, I would mm-hmm. still be friends. Yeah, be We can, we can be friends, sweetie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, down. Uh, alrighty. Moving on to the main part, our discussion of the chapter, the first chapter in *Prisoner of Azkaban*. How excited are you?
1: Very excited. I love this book. This book is great. I always think Chamber really does kick it off and this is sort of a big transition sets up more stuff about harry right it's sort of we get to learn about his backstory his parents and and some of his parents friends and all of that so uh it's it's a big deal i mean book number two you had to you kind of had to write that with the end of the series in mind Mm -hmm. and then this book number three carries you over to i mean the biggest you know kind of turning point in the series which is goblet of fire where in which Voldemort comes back so this is a good bridge and it does a lot of um a lot of good things you know you're building out the day in day out uh life of oh of, i love uh, that about yeah prisoner yeah hogwarts, yeah, just yeah. Of, of of hogwarts and then going to hogsmeade and i think that's yes. that's the magic of it we get all these extra let's go to Honeydukes. let's do it <laughs> let's go you, you, we finally get a defense against the dark arts professor that we like and everything so yeah this is a uh, yeah it just, we get it's, it
2: we we get to see new subjects that's cool they mm-hmm. get to choose some more subjects so that's right. cool
1: Right. We even get a new like different forms of transportation and ways in which that wizards can travel around, Uh, you know, get to the Leaky Cauldron. The night bus is what I'm referring to. Right. right. So, yep. yeah, it's pretty cool. Divination. Great. Great. Yeah. Scott. Great. Scott.
2: <laughs> I think it would have been fun. Like you really could have made that fun. And I, I'm excited to go to Divination's class in Hogwarts Legacy and see what they made of oh, that. Too. Yeah, so. Me too. Yeah, me too. All right, let's get into this chapter summary.
1: Chapter one, owl Post. Harry is back at number four Privet Drive with his muggle relatives, Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon and cousin Dudley. This is where he has to spend time every summer holiday and he absolutely despises it. The Dursleys don't want to do anything with magic and lock all of Harry's school books and supplies away. This is a problem because Harry wants and needs to do his homework that he was assigned over the summer. So he secretly picks the lock of his old cupboard under the stairs and sneaks out some of the textbooks. He is forced to do his homework silently at night while the Dursleys are asleep. At least he gets to have his owl head. Edwig around who keeps him company. Harry was hoping that he could talk to his best friend Ron Weasley on the phone over the summer. But unfortunately his Uncle Vernon was the one who picked up the phone when Ron called for the first time. Ron had never used a muggle telephone before and yelled so loud into Vernon's ear about how he was a school friend of Harry's. Vernon promptly denied ever knowing Harry Potter and told Ron to never call this number again. After that debacle, Ron must have realized that Harry got into trouble and he doesn't dare contact Harry again. After five long weeks go by, Harry doesn't hear anything from Ron or Hermione. Then on the night of July 30th when the clock strikes midnight and marks the beginning of July 31st. Harry's 13th birthday. Something unexpected happens. Three owls, Hedwig, Errol, and a Hogwarts owl, swoop through Harry's bedroom window, all carrying packages and letters for him. Ron has sent Harry a photo of his entire family who are currently on vacation in Egypt due to a large pile of gold that Mr. Weasley won in the Daily Profit lottery. He also sent him a letter and a birthday present, a sneakoscope, which can detect untrustworthy individuals nearby. Hermione also sent a birthday present and a card. To Harry's surprise, the parcel does not contain a book but a broomstick servicing kit. Lastly, Harry got a third present from Hagrid. It is the Monster Book of Monsters, a bewitched textbook that Harry has to secure with his belt so it doesn't move around and snap at him. Still, Harry appreciates Hagrid's birthday card and finally opens up his Hogwarts letter for the upcoming school year, along with the usual details on the beginning of term and the departure of the Hogwarts Express. Harry is informed that he is a third-year student and he will be allowed to visit the village of Hogsmeade on certain weekends. He pulls out a permission slip that will need to be signed by a parent or a guardian. Harry would love to go, but he is already questioning whether his aunt or uncle would sign this form for him. He decides to worry about that later. For now Harry is just overwhelmed with joy, admiring his first ever birthday cards before he finally drifts off to sleep. That's so ho- ho-
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Hold on a second. Hold there basically it. is a discrepancy here mm-hmm. between book two and book three. Do you think that that Ron and Hermione never sent him a card uh or that they never sent him a birthday present?
2: That's what I was wondering.
1: I mean, Dobby takes them, right? Dobby intercepts them and but it feels like they would have sent him a, a birthday present of some kind, even if it's something small. I know. You want, Did they ever bring huh. that up and say,
0: hey?
2: Well, what I think is sometimes when you become friends, you don't always tell each other right away when your birthday is un- until it comes up. You know, you kind of learn. You, you make new friends in school. And the first time it's their birthday. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. Your birthday is May the 4th. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, um, may the 4th be with you. <laughs> yeah. And because they didn't – throughout the year, it's not like they wonder, oh, wow, I guess we didn't – like, when is Harry's birthday? I think that's something that comes up later and maybe in some time in Chamber they learn about Harry's birthday. Or Harry told them, hey, it's my birthday in the summer. Can you call me? When he gave them uh, his number, maybe mm-hmm. that's what, yeah. what he said. Yeah. We don't really know. So that's how I imagine it went down. They Maybe they didn't really know exactly when his birthday was. Yeah,
1: sorry. I'm just griping a little bit about but it. Yeah. My, you know,
2: yeah. It's, but it's different, yeah. But like. Um,
1: I'm glad he got his birthday cards and he got all his letters and everything because, you know, it's...
2: I was going to say, it's, it's a sad and happy chapter at the same time mm-hmm. because we learn... Wow, Harry, he doesn't really look forward to his birthday. Why? No one cares, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. This one, <laughs> but by, by the end of the chapter, that's all he can do is he, he sets his little cards up there oh, on, no. and he looks at them and he falls asleep just admiring them. It's and so adorable. Thinking that the, you know, this is, he's he's normal. That makes him more normal and it's created sort of a normal space for him in a summer that is not, is atypical. I mean, he starts off by, say, this chapter starts off by him saying that he despises summer break, unlike yeah. most people would enjoy a summer break and enjoy the weather and everything he's like nah i'd rather it be the dead of winter and i'm i'm in the heart of my hogwarts you know school year and this is
2: exactly how how um tom riddle felt right that's what they have in common they hate going home for the summer he would rather stay at hogwarts
1: yeah Yeah, absolutely Um,
2: even if he was all by himself there true he could just roam the castle and and the lake and it tr- He could train Quidditch for Quidditch and yeah. whatnot. You know.
1: Did Tom Riddle ever play qu- Quidditch? Ooh,
2: I don't know. No, I don't know. Good question. Just thinking
1: about it, though, you know.
2: Yeah, good question. Maybe not.
1: He maybe didn't have time for it.
2: Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. It's too busy Never. making them horcruxes. Well, approaches. he can. Doesn't he fly? Well, I don't know. I don't think it's ever mentioned if he played Quidditch or not.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah.
2: Yeah. This chapter is also a little revision on who's Harry Potter, who does he live with, what are what are his yeah, yeah. what's what's the story? We get a little reminder of that in case, you know, you forgot.
1: Every book, I love it.
2: I love it too, and you have to do that as an author cuz she had a broad audience probably already and I don't remember how long it was between each book, but probably it one to two years or longer.
1: No, I don't think longer. It was. No, 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 no. You don't Shorter. think it was she turned them out? Okay, pretty sure. But, but
2: still, you have to. Yeah. Let's say even even if if it was like ten months ago that you read Chamber of Secrets. Oh, it's good for you. Don't wanna, you don't want to you don't want to read the Chamber of Secrets again to be caught up on all this stuff. So it's nice to get a reminder, especially when. You know, now we have all, all the books, this whole universe, and we know all this stuff. It's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But back then, you needed a reminder. Well, it's for kids. You know, yeah. kids
1: who just read it one time, and then, yeah. yes, you're getting so, a refresher. And, and I here. love it.
2: I love the, the little descriptions here. Another thing that we get reminded of, and, and Harry's doing his homework uh, at night because his aunt and uncle hate magic, right? They 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 put away all his books, which mm-hmm. is terrible. I mean, what do they think they do? They They are... Only afraid that that the neighbors find out, or that he does magic in the house. But they 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 don't know yet that he's not allowed to. So that's why they they lock him up. Harry is forced to sneak him out of the of his old cupboard. Does his homework by night. What we learn is why he ended up with Petunia, his aunt and uncle, because all his relatives are dead. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do a little little excursion. To um, James and Lily's parents, because mm-hmm. I remember I saw a TikTok the other day. Yeah, someone covered that. What happened to his? You know, Eve. Why?
1: We were watching Eve one yeah. of uh, her TikToks, and it was she was basically going over the idea like what happened to his grandparents, to right. Harry Potter, to Harry's grandparents.
2: Right. So he, they should or could actually still be alive and and mm-hmm. what are the chances that all four of them have passed away already right but they actually have so and 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 um rowling co- commented on that she needed to get rid of them because it was more interesting if harry didn't have any living relatives yeah so unfortunately that's yeah. why but in the in the story the explanation is That, um, let's start with James Potter's parents. So his father is called Fleamont. Fleamont? Really? And his mother is Euphemia. Really? Yes. So those are his parents' names, Fleamont and Euphemia. Hey, there's a deep dive.
1: You learned something. I know someone that's sitting out there uh, (laughs) just just learned something new.
2: Yeah. And the interesting part about them is, so Fleamont, obviously, he was born into a wealthy, pure blood Potter family. So his father is Henry Potter, and he was... Henry Potter was a prominent Wisdom member. So he named... It says he named Harry kind of after his his father. Henry, Harry, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And after Hogwarts, he uh, uh, met or he married Euphemia. There's not a whole lot known about them. Uh, What's interesting is he he, uh, released a hair potion after his graduation. He developed a... Sleeky Z's hair potion sales of which quadrupled the family gold. That's why there we go. That's why the Potters are so rich. I mean, that's part of it. He hair made, products. And I was gonna Hairies. say, you, you know, you know, <laughs> would be so jealous of him.
1: Oh, Lockhart. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> Gilroy Lockhart would be. Oh my gosh, I know.
1: that's the one that got away. He probably looked at that and and said, you know what? Mm. Yeah, the Potters did it. So. yeah Yeah, that's crazy
2: and the interesting part about uh both of them is they had difficulty having children and they eventually gave up but later in life and there must have been like 50s because it says he was born i think sometime uh early 1900s and then yeah james was euphemia became pregnant in 1959 so they especially the father was in his 50s or something so they were kind of shocked Mm -hmm. they didn't think they could have kids so their son james was then an only child they never had another kid again um and he was pretty pretty spoiled (laughs) so yeah and the reason why they passed away oh before they passed away though um that's also why they had you know room and headspace to take sirius in remember sirius Mm -hmm. black left his family when he was still at hogwarts and the potters took him in as almost like a second son mm-hmm. so this makes this so much more special knowing they couldn't really have children and then james was a surprise this is awesome and sirius was like kind of his brother you know yeah yeah like, absolutely another thing that i mean we always talk about the marauders but just even just james and sirius and like they're mm-hmm. i don't know that could be part of a marauder series how they how they hang out at at the potter's house yeah that would been really like, cool to see
1: uh, that yeah. really would have been yeah
2: <laughs> um and then they unfortunately they were still alive one, when Lily and James got married. But right, like, shortly after the wedding, they had dragon pox. Mm-hmm. And they died within days of each other. Wow. Really, really sad. So yeah. that's um that's how they they passed away. Yeah, mm. And then Lily and Petunia's parents, Mr. and Mrs. Evans. So they had two two daughters, right? Mm-hmm. And this is always mind-boggling to me. Like, if they were still alive, they would be both Dudley's and harry's grandpa and grandpa, uh, yeah. grandma yeah right like, absolutely that's so wild to think about like, they are at least cousins they're cousins so, yeah and they would have the gra- same grandparents like right they would have little dudders and little harry and how yeah. i mean how different would it be if, if they were still alive i don't know we we get the feeling that petunia had was not on best terms with her parents because they probably it, it you get the feeling they really or at least from petunia's perspective they kind of were so happy about Lily and, and all talking about Lily and so proud family. and yeah. But on September 1971, Mrs. Evans and her husband, oh, they took Lily and Petunia and Petunia to platform nine and three quarters where they saw Lily off to her first year at Hogwarts. And then they died. It says a normal Muggle death, sometime before the murder of their daughter Lily and son-in-law James Potter. So it's not very well known. There's not a huge backstory on them. Mm-hmm. They just died a normal Muggle death, whatever that means. Yeah, natural causes. Yeah, yeah I guess. I mean, so, that is. So they, they. They
1: also could have been much older as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, so that's a, a little little excursion on on harry's grandparents yeah which i i always like yeah wondered about right. what happened to them right so that's how he ended up with his aunt and um how things could have been different if one of them at least still would have been alive but right all right so back to harry in his bedroom at night mm-hmm. <laughs> what's doing he doing his homework homework and this is so funny kind of funny like you know like i don't know just he has to, he's watching out that the Dursleys don't hear him. And it actually says um, that he was afraid they would hear the scratching of his quill on their way to the
0: bathroom. Oh, boy. And have you all... Also- Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store New customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
2: So seeing the videos where it's like at 3 o'clock in the morning when you just want to get a drink and you drop something, and it's instead of, you know, the sound, you perceive the sound as so much louder and so much longer, Mm -hmm. duration-wise, longer. Yeah, there's that that
1: TikTok with the guy who he's we getting a drink of water drink. yeah we do and uh he, he drops his cup in the and it's just a plastic cup that just sort of goes like everywhere bouncing off of every turns cabinet, on the washer turns on the washer
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: garbage disposal oh, that's crazy yeah. <laughs> crazy but yeah so i get that i mean feels like.
2: but how loud is the sound of a feather scratching on parchment
1: yeah i don't know i mean it, it might be it might be loud enough that, that they definitely would hear it uh if it's all quiet in the house and they're Walking by. But I just kind of feel like when Vernon is headed to the bathroom, he's he's making some noise himself. <laughs> Do you know what uh, I mean? Oh, yeah, for
2: sure. Yeah. Like,
1: so I feel like he's going to not hear it. But I get Harry's, you know. It, you I know. would also think,
2: it. though, that Vernon would be super suspicious. Like, oh, what's what's Harry doing? Huh? Like, if you see. Walk by and
1: listen, you mean? Uh-huh. Like, like put his ear up to the door? Uh-huh. Kind of thing? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: So it makes sense.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Constantly on guard. Think of how stressed out they are. Think about oh
2: unnecessary stress in their lives. Yeah,
1: yeah. they poor. Mm, yeah, B- there are people going again. Like <laughs> as <they're> saying, <laughs> poor poor Vernon, <laughs> poor Vernon Dursley. I'm sitting there thinking of him trying to get some good old fashioned sleep before he goes back into <laughs> Grunnings <laughs> oh, yeah. the next day. Oh, <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: he's still working. Yeah, I know. In the summer, so he's still got. True. He's got to get up in the morning early. Yeah. All right, Potter. just mm. keep that 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 uh, bird ears mm-hmm. calm down. Which so that's different from the film and the movie and the so from the movie in the book is that Hedwig uh, she is allowed out right thankfully. in this book yeah.
2: she's allowed to to fly go get some food and right stretch right. her wings yeah um the way that Harry sneaks at like. Harry has to somehow come up with an idea how to sneak out the books from from the cupboard. And he waits until all the Dursleys are in the front garden to admire Uncle Vernon's new company car. And then there's a little comment that says, in very loud voices, so that the rest of the street would notice it too. Oh, yeah, And that's so hilarious to me.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
3: (sighs) Making a scene out there. Of course.
2: They have a new company car and everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I I can... Yes, just see the the neighbors looking over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. They're doing the same thing. Yeah. I think somebody kind of said. I forget what other. the
1: type of car is that you see in the in the films, but they had all these different um a special type of car that they had and they're all the same if you look at all the different cars.
2: Oh yeah. They're all the
1: same so everyone wants the same model, they want the yeah. same type and it it makes sense that that neighborhood's all like it's like a keeping up with the Joneses mm-hmm. situation where you're trying to keep up with your neighbor like, "Oh, they got that car." Watch me, yeah, I'm gonna go get one tomorrow, yeah, but yeah,
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, good for Harry that he he had a little moment there. Mm-hmm. alone to to pick the lock
1: yeah you know what else about this chapter the start of this makes it feel real is when they study the history of magic and you look into the individual who was um you know, or or how back during i don't know, was the 1600s or whatever where they were talking that the wizards were witches and wizards were getting burned oh at yeah stake. i know yeah and all they had to do was put like a yeah. fire freezing or some sort of freezing uh charm on the on the fire or around themselves and
2: flame freezing charm mm-hmm.
1: flame freezing charm. And it just felt like the flames were tickling them. Yeah. So, I was like, wow, that is a little bit crazy to think about because that's what they did. Yeah. You know, burn the witch at the stake. And so, yeah, it's just nuts. Because it, she's using real lore. Yeah. Real, real yeah. world lore, sort of, uh, and putting it in this wizarding world because the wizarding world is invisible to our real world. Exactly. So, it's like, that's oh, what it ma- actually yeah. could, could be real. So
2: That's what makes it so genius, yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean... As a kid, I thought I was going to get my Hogwarts letter because it seemed so... I I was convinced. Yeah. Yeah. You poor thing. I mean, I was probably not the only one. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? I want to talk to Harry Potter. Wow.
1: I'm pretty sure you're clipping out there. (laughs) So, I get why Vernon would be annoyed by that. He'd be like, um... (laughs) Who? What? Where? No, never heard of him. Yeah. Wrong number. Never call here again. Do
2: not, c- don't you come near my family? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. They're he's definitely
2: afraid of magic. I know. It's nuts. Yeah, and then poor Ron I mean,
1: though. I mean, like not understanding. Like Carrie should explain. Like you don't, you know. Yeah. He had no idea. He had no clue. I didn't
2: think of that. He's just 12, 13 years old. Shouting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like it's it's gonna get so funny next next. Uh, the beginning of the next book when the Weasleys come to his house <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah poor Ron he tried he was he was trying to be a good friend he really wanted to hear from Harry and then he probably felt awful for a second like oh no but good at, good on him he never really because Vernon says you know there's no Harry Potter here so He he didn't even think of like oh I called the wrong number I guess he didn't even know that you could call a wrong number yeah, right, I don't know because he don't he doesn't know about telephones, right? Um, but what's really, really the best part of this chapter is all the birthday cards and gifts that Harry receives for his birthday, mm. and he just thought about how you know it's nothing special for him. He's never really received a birthday card. You know, just letting people know that you think of them on their birthday. Um, it's a, it's important. It's important. And yeah. even though I think sometimes we should also think of the parents who, who were like, you know, that they're the reason why you're here. And, and <laughs> they went through all that yeah. on your birthday to, to bring it you to life. So. Can I say
1: something, though, about birthdays? Yeah. I do get a little, like, I don't remember everyone's birthday. I've never been that person. Oh, yeah, I know. Me neither. I've That's never okay. been that person. And all the people are like, they know everyone's birthday. Yeah. You know, you know that person who's just like, they got them on the calendar. And, like, their entire yeah. calendar is just everyone in their circle's birthday. Like, they're reaching out to people that were they haven't seen in 30 years hey happy birthday yeah i know. just wanted to reach out i'm like <sighs> i don't have the time i can't i don't i i'm and i'm sorry even some of my best friends i'm sort of like i don't remember your birthday <laughs> you know even their their kids i don't yeah. remember their birthdays yeah really i don't um i barely remember my own niece and nephew's birthday <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I forget when mine rolls around. Yeah. It's never been a big deal in my fa- yeah. I'm being dead serious. It's yeah. never been a big deal in my family. My birthday, it's probably because it's, it's lumped so close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mine is December 22nd, in case anybody wants to know. All right? Shoot me a happy <laughs> birthday at some point. <laughs> Put it in your calendars, <laughs> please. <laughs> All right. My gosh, but it's like three days away from Christmas, so it's never celebrated at school. When I was a kid, I never had cupcakes or things come. Nothing, right? And never did any of that stuff Uh, because. So I guess that maybe is my reason why or my excuse, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I really just—it was never a big deal to me. Okay. Because then I get some sometimes when I'm like, you know, somebody will say to me, yeah, like, I'm like, hey, what, what did you guys do this weekend? Like, well, we were celebrating my daughter's birthday.
0: <laughs> uh, how could you
1: forget? Okay. oh How yeah. how, how did that go? Yeah. <laughs> how, I, how old is
0: she
2: again? You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: You don't. You're not. Keep. No, I'm so sorry.
2: And it's okay. I guess like. I sound like a jerk right now. Don't no, I? No, I think it's. Well, I think it's different also as a kid. It's it's you want to feel special, you know? That's okay, and, and Harry's only—he just turned thirteen, so yeah. As an adult, you don't really care that much at all, like you yeah. Know? But I you guess wanna, I guess want have a chill, cold day. I but would but. say
1: people are out there thinking like you should care about that little six-year-old kid whose whose birthday. You know, <laughs> I I need to get better a lot of stuff, you know. Even my students, like they'll come in and like they they think there's some notification on my computer screen that tells me when their birthday is. Yeah. And they've always been like, um, they're like, they're like, Mr. Kirk, you should get a birthday calendar. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> guys celebrate let me know when it is and i wish you a happy birthday yeah so, all right I, I i sound like kirk the jerk right now so uh <laughs> moving that's on that's what you said moving on um
2: but harry uh harry's friends do think about his birthday and this is so cool um i love how ron sends him this article and just wants to yes. share it with him i think it's awesome and he, he he sends him a little gift from egypt where they're at Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, it's so cool that the Weasleys they finally get some money, right? And you would yeah. think, oh well, why don't they just save it and and you know try to you? Why do they spend it all? But I think it's such a good idea. They they have so many kids and they, they want to all visit. How often do they get to go on holiday all of them together?
1: Yeah, I know this this, this, is, this is so is...
2: special for them.
1: Yeah, this is this is fantastic. You want to read it for it for us real quick? Yes. Okay. Dear Harry, happy birthday. Look, I'm really sorry about that telephone call. I hope the Muggles didn't give you a hard time. I asked dad and he reckons I shouldn't have shouted. It's amazing here in Egypt. Bill's taken us around all the tombs and you wouldn't believe the curses those old Egyptian wizards put on him. Mum wouldn't let Jenny come into the last one. There were all these mutant skeletons in there of muggles who had broken in and grown extra heads and stuff. I couldn't believe it when Dad won the Daily Prophet draw. 700 galleons. Most of it's gone on this trip, but they're going to buy me a new wand for next year. We'll be back about a week before term starts, and we'll be going up to London to get my wand and our new books. Any chance of meeting you there? Don't let the muggles get you down. Try and come to London. Ron. P.S. Percy's head boy. He got the letter last week. Harry, this is a pocket sneakoscope. If there's someone untrustworthy around, it's supposed to light up and spin. Bill says it's rubbish and sold for wizard tourists and it isn't reliable because it kept lighting up at dinner last night. But he didn't realize that Fred and George had put beetles in his soup. Bye, Ron. So, Egypt has some pretty intense stuff going on. I know where you're going. <laughs> I'm just saying that you guys... Whether it be ancient alien theorist or wizardry or whatever it is, those great pyramids are wild. The mathematics.
2: I would love to see them one day.
1: The the mystery behind all of it, it is crazy. So I love that that's thrown in here and I love that Mm. Ron and his family go and visit there. And, and that know, they
2: connected to the wizarding world, yeah. Yeah,
1: Bill's their curse breaking. Yeah, right. He's breaking curses. Let's go, he's, Bill. He's a curse breaker. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> and so, you know, the Egyptians are like, man, this curse, this this tomb is cursed. Get old Bill in here. Where's Bill at? Hey, Bill, we got a curse over here. Come deal with this. <laughs> And boom, he comes in. He was just like, and he breaks a curse. He breaks a curse. I, know. I think when we do his most, you know, how powerful
2: is Bill Weasley? Is Bill
1: Weasley? That's going to be a big uh-huh. deal. That's going to be a big deal. Yeah. But the Sneakoscope or whatever is also really cool too. And you guys know the theory on this, right? Which is that that thing is not going off because of Fred and George. That thing is going off because of Scabbers.
2: Yeah. It goes off later though in the in the. Well, there's somebody else Hogwarts de- Express.
1: There's somebody else devious, you know. Oh yeah. Floating around there. So
2: at the Hogwarts Express, I oh think. on the Express, yeah. I
1: don't know when it goes off next, actually. So yeah, all that's... I know is that at that point in time, it's Scabbers' friends. Okay, so just want to throw that out there. So whether whether it was Fred and George or also just Scabbers is someone untrustworthy. The combination of those two things going on might have been enough to to trigger maybe a um scope that wasn't fully functioning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So maybe there was maybe there's yeah, and, that and, going on,
2: and you would think uh, someone like Bill, who breaks curses, can kind of tell if this is just a hoax, like a, a souvenir they they sell to yeah to tourists, and and you might find it does maybe it the, it wears off faster than for an actual sneaker scope. They say though they have some sneaker scope in the room of requirement when the D A is in there, yeah, but it doesn't really go off when Umbridge's uh, Umbridge's people are nearby. When they're when they're finally discover where that's at. Oh really? Yeah, I don't. Or they weren't really watching them anymore. Yeah. I would think you wouldn't have your eyes on them all the time, and they're just somewhere in the corner. But yeah. Right. that's I, That's a pretty cool detail that they have that in there, obviously, because the the room is for for what you makes whatever you need in that moment most. So. Right. Um, and then super sweet Hermione writes Harry a card and a. Um, sends him a really cool gift that Harry loves and this is so wonderful and she wanted to send him that but like as we are, as we're going to hear in a second um, Hedwig is actually responsible for, for that because she just sh- showed up and she knew even even though Harry didn't send her to seek out Hermione Hedwig magically knew where Hermione was at because she was not in the UK she True. was in France right So this is what Hermione says. Dear Harry, Ron wrote to me and told me about his phone call to your Uncle Vernon. I do hope you're all right. I'm on holiday in France at the moment, and I didn't know how I was going to send this to you. What if they'd open it at customs? But then Hedwig turned up. I think she wanted to make sure you got something for your birthday for a change. I bought your present by owl order. There was an advertisement in the Daily Prophet. I've been getting it delivered. It's so good to keep up with what is going on in the wizarding world. Did you see that picture of Ron and his family a week ago? I bet he's learning loads. I'm really jealous. The ancient Egyptian wizards were fascinating. There's some interesting local history of witchcraft here too. I've rewritten my whole history of magic essay to include some of the things I found out. I hope it's not too long. It's two rolls of parchment, more than Professor Binns asked for. Ron says he's going to be in London in the last week of the holidays. Can you make it? Will your aunt and uncle let you come? I really hope you can. If not, I'll see you on the Hogwarts Express on September 1st. Love from Hermione. P.S. Ron says Percy's head boy. I'll bet Percy's really pleased. Ron doesn't seem too happy about it. Yeah, little did Ron know that he was going to be... Head boy. Head boy as himself. well. Himself. Yeah, so cool. I think it's a really cool. The Weasleys are are a smart, powerful
1: family. I I think the one thing we talked about, like, you know, a a TV show coming up, for example, uh, I think there's more opportunity to show who Ron is and to Mm -hmm. show how important he was to Harry and Hermione, knowing things in the wizarding world. He's not just some, he's made out to be in the movies a lot less intelligent than he really is Yeah, and more just goofy and sort of funny. And (laughs) he is that. But at the same time, he he comes in with sort of obvious statements like, you didn't know about, about this?
2: What? Yeah. You guys
1: have Babbity Rabbity? What? You guys don't know? <laughs> I know. So you only get a few of those moments in the film and then but there is seemingly there's a lot more of them here. Right. So it's cool.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and how Hermione is her best what do you call it? Know it all mm-hmm. self. When she says, Oh, it's so interesting, the local history here in France of witchcraft, which is also like again, so many things you could expand on. Just yeah. go to a different country. What what are Egyptian wizards doing? What are French wizards doing? I mean, we get a little bit of, that's, that was the whole idea, a little bit of fantastic beasts that we travel to different places and, and meet witches and wizards from that country. We
1: went international. Yeah.
2: So uh, anyway, (laughs) so, but she says, um, that she rewrote her entire essay for history of magic because she was so interested in that. Right. And you kind of roll your eyes at that. And it's like, Oh, hey, Like I would be glad if I got it done and I would never rewrite it. But she's just internally so motivated and so loves learning so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it's actually really, really neat that how many kids are actually interested in learning
1: well, mm-hmm. and, and another interesting tactic there that she does is when you commit to, let's say you've learned something new and you want to help yourself internalize that and you want to make it memorable and make a moment, you write about it. Yeah. You write about it or you, you tell someone else about it, you teach it to someone else, you, ex- you re-explain it. Yes. Um, and that helps you process a, so, process yeah. it, make a moment, make a yeah. memory out of it. So she is, that's just, that's who she is. Yep. And it's a really, I think someone who who understands if you're a youngster or you've grown up and you've learned later in life that that's what you have to kind of do, once you get in that habit of, of doing that, it yeah. does make it more, you know, like, yeah, because we always say if, if you, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. If you don't use your math skills, you, you lose them. Right? Oh, if absolutely. You, they're gone. <laughs> Mine are out the window, right? If I don't, if I don't continue to play the banjo, I'm going to, I'm going to not remember. It's that muscle. You got to do those things. You have it to, is. so
2: yeah. I experienced that firsthand uh, last week when I, I played volleyball and I'm I I haven't played in like two years maybe more. <laughs> yeah. And the first ten minutes, I was pretty frustrated with myself, but then it, it comes back really fast. Yeah, but, you do great. You but do yeah, great. and same thing, like yeah, especially with oh hello. Hello. <laughs> it's a birdie right next to us. Mm-hmm. Um, especially yeah, like when it comes to to knowledge, I used to be so passionate and and knowledgeable about biology. Mm -hmm. I actually took four semesters of biology in college. Mm -hmm. And whenever I teach biology now as a substitute teacher, I'm like super walk in, very confident, like, oh, what do you got? And then I try to help them. Oh, my goodness. I have to look all these terms up again. Like I I have a good understanding of it Mm -hmm. and how to find things real quick and and how to remember them. Yeah. But I don't know them all anymore (laughs) on the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
1: i think that's maybe why she does that that's why she's rewriting about something that she's learned she's learned something new and so she wants to incorporate it into her her essay and And as teachers over here we gotta tell you that's the way to go so if you're a youngster listening that's what you do (laughs) all right
2: and we all love her i mean hermione is she has such a special place in my heart um whenever you get asked who's your favorite character i think it's so so incredibly difficult to pick because i i could always say hermione too like yeah, oh yeah. But sometimes you feel like you don't want to mention any of the trio cuz it's like, oh yeah, that those are the main characters. I mm-hmm. want to pick someone special or Yeah, different. I think we all
1: love those but three. But yeah, we yeah.
2: love we yeah, all three of them, honestly. They mm-hmm. they're just such great great characters and yeah. Especially yeah. Hermione, you know, I could very much relate to as a girl, as someone who likes school. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. I remember every time like we were so passionate about Harry Potter in school, my friends and I, um we always said after the summer break, you know, when you have all that motivation for the next school year, you're like, okay, next school year, we're gonna be like Hermione and we're gonna study for every test, yeah. and get our homework done in time, and even work ahead. Yeah, so pumped! And then the school year comes around, and <laughs> you're like, and you got teachers
1: like me going, uh, like, wow, those kids didn't follow through <laughs> on anything yeah. they said they were gonna do. Uh,
2: Jamie, no, yeah. it's it's awesome though. Hermione made us pumped for the school. Yeah. year so, yeah yeah and then super sweet just a short little note with a gift that Hagrid thought would be um would be useful for Harry and yeah, also yeah, yeah. he picked out
1: let me conjure a deeper voice here I'll read this yep. dear Harry happy birthday think you might find this useful next year won't say no more here tell you when I see you hope the muggles are treating you right all the best Hagrid
2: oh Hagrid Sh- just short and sweet you know
1: yeah, uh, and the gift that we get right is the <laughs> Monster Book of Monsters, yep. which is a monster book that well, is actually a monster. Yes, book. I know, <laughs> so. but
2: you know what? I think Hagrid really thought it was funny. Oh, absolutely! There, so uh, that's hilarious, and would c- really connect to the subject. And and someone wrote that book. Someone, yeah made that book and 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 put a spell on it and all that stuff so
1: do you know can i tell you can i tell you a story that might make you a little bit like i don't know this is so i feel vulnerable i don't i don't feel vulnerable sharing this here but i feel like any of my colleagues who listen to this might be like whoa okay um i was a first year teacher and i was coming in i had to teach reading okay and so i wanted to teach and i'm still teaching reading to this day Um, been in English, co-teaching different things, co tell a little history, uh, just different things, you know, but mainly reading. That's Mm -hmm. what I teach. So I go in and first within the first week or so, I'm like, okay, I'm understanding. Well, actually it was the first week I realized what I'm, what I'm about to do. And I'm like, I got to pick some books. Like Hagrid had to pick a book, right? Oh yeah. So I'm like, Harry Potter. (laughs) Let's
2: go. I (laughs) I
1: pick Harry Potter and I'm going to come in and I'm going to read this with like some of my ninth graders or whatever. And I got laughed at. By my staff. Isn't that crazy? What? A little sad, right? (laughs) I mean I don't know. They thought it was so i didn't think it was a good idea i guess they thought it was like the kids loved it the I was kids gonna
2: say it's such a good story yeah
1: it's such a good story and it's also it was they were you know like little lower readers or whatever like they were still yeah was, i was gonna say re- yeah um
2: lots of kids in, in middle school read it so it's probably appropriate for, for high schoolers who have a little bit of who ha- trouble yeah who need a little yeah.
1: bit um because it was just practice reading we're working i mean we're working on their reading skills and stuff and so i was like oh my gosh uh and i it almost got laughed at and it got laughed to the point where i like i just put them in a room and i just ca- carried them in my bag and and worked with the kids that way isn't that crazy
2: T- yeah
1: that's that's why i, I tell you and sometimes like like about like people crazy. who you work with or in your, in your <laughs> sphere and you're trying something new and cool yeah. and so yeah. i feel i feel hagrid here later on when draco yeah. and those guys laugh at oh him for goodness, the book yeah and you know and hermione's trying to be like i think it's clever or funny i think it's this yeah. is whatever this is totally hagrid yeah and they're trying to be like this is this is but then everyone else thought it was dumb you know yeah i'm like oh man I can kind of relate. Yeah. But but that was back when I, I cared more about what people thought, right? And so right. then you started like, well, the kids like it, and I'm actually here for yeah. them. Yeah. I'm not really here for you guys, so yeah. we're going to keep doing it. And we still have ever since then. Brought in my Star Wars books, brought in Let's other go. books, and the kids love it. Yeah. They want to flip through those things, and they enjoy that type of reading. So they don't like reading the classic novels. Yeah. Sorry, and that's yeah. the whole point. <laughs> that's the challenge of class is we got to sit down and read some stuff that's, you know. Mm-hmm. So for fun and to get them reading more, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a great idea. And yeah. so did the kids. But didn't anyway.
2: we just learn about? Didn't someone tell us uh, in the UK it's totally part of their curriculum? Yeah, Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, and I was just watching some Harry Harry Potter trivia show or something, and they have a whole Harry Potter round in this trivia show in the UK or something where wow, it's the master round I mean, of Harry Potter, like it's rapid fire culture. rapid fire Harry <sighs> Potter questions, and they were pretty intense. And I was like, this is like a total game show where it's like a round of Harry Potter questions that you've got to go through and it's just yes intense that's
2: that's crazy tell us if you are from the uk listening right now please reach out and tell us how is it different like is yeah, you harry, potter read harry potter harry potter actually school, part or? of your culture now and, and is it yeah as yeah. intense as we think it is um <laughs> yeah and then uh wow great great transition <laughs> and then and then what and go then. ahead and <laughs> oh. um please guys please uh don't don't be mad if, if our transitions are not great. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how to get back in.
1: I don't either. You're drowning. You're drowning, and we're not. In, we're nowhere near that lake. <laughs> <laughs> we're nowhere near it. We can see it in the distance. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful here. Don't go get in it. Get out of this. All right. So to help us transition, why don't you just read the next letter? Okay.
2: <laughs> sounds, sounds good. Dear Mr. Potter, please note that the new school year will begin on September the 1st. The Hogwarts Express will leave from King's Cross Station. Platform 9 and 3 quarters at 11 o'clock. Third years are permitted to visit the village of Hogsmeade on certain weekends. Please give the enclosed permission form to your parent or guardian to sign. A list of books for next year is enclosed. Yours sincerely, Professor McGonagall. So we get our usual reminder at the beginning of term when the Hogwarts Express leaves and all that stuff, and we learn Third years now can go to the nearby village hogsmeade
1: and get some mead i and mean yeah. butter beer
2: oh my goodness i've never made that connection
1: hogsmeade
2: hogsmeade
1: yeah hogsmeade wow right travis would be like i mean he's you know he's a mead maker
2: i mean did you know did you ever realize when you're from a different country that doesn't like have english as their native language mm-hmm. you just accept okay it's hogwarts it's Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. You don't really break down You're that like, okay, that's a name. Hog. You don't... Like, it's Hogwarts, And then what? Warts. yeah.
1: <laughs> warts. That's kind of gross. <laughs> it is kind of gross, right, yeah. And then and then hogs mead, yeah. yeah, the mead, is, yeah. ...is that's... made, like, mead made from hogs. And that's the also That's yeah. also gross. If you think about how they make mead... Yeah. Like, what are they getting some... Hog sweat and throwing it in there with the with the with the honey for me. I mean, it's uh-huh. like I, what you know. It's gross, and that's what she does. Is like there's it's gross things with toads and salamanders, yeah. and they at one point one of the potions calls for like nail clippings and stuff. You know, oh, yeah. it's just like what the heck. That's what she does. It's bizarre. Yeah, Harry Potter is bizarre, but it's also that's we've what I've gotten the, so used to it. Or you read right through it, and you're like, that's just the name of it, right? I was and gonna say,
2: and like, it's like a connection right to, to like witchcraft, and it's kind of yeah. like, spooky and 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 gross a little bit. Yeah, with spiders and right stuff. stuff. Spiders, ah, follow the spiders. Um, but Harry Harry doubts that his aunt and uncle might not sign this permission. And I I really wonder why didn't he ask? He's gonna uh, go and ask Vernon, right? I I feel like wouldn't you ask Petunia because she's your actual aunt?
1: Yeah, which one of them is having less? You know would mm. have less of a reaction or whatever yeah i feel like you feel like if he would have known better petunia know. would would feel, be more interested yeah. in that kind of stuff and be like hmm That's interesting either spiteful and not do it or she's going to be like that is interesting i think you it's. Know?
2: i think it's crazy that he never thought to to talk i mean i guess it's so ingrained it's in forbidden. him never talk about that kind of stuff we don't want to hear it but he i, I think i would have looked just one night maybe Vernon and Dudley went on a father-son trip yeah I would have been like Aunt Petunia can we talk can we talk about something can we talk
1: can we get some oh of my Aunt, goodness can we get some of Aunt Marge's brandy <laughs> <laughs> and can can we just have a chit chat yeah my goodness.
2: It's always heartbreaking to think yeah. about that. So
1: But anyways, he can't do that and so we'll have to we'll table that. He's not gonna worry yeah. about that. What he's what he's happy about is it's his right. birthday, right? And he's gonna admire those cards for yes. the first time. He's got them. He can put them up on his little maybe maybe his dresser or something and just look at him yeah. as he falls asleep.
2: Yeah. This is such a beautiful end of the chapter. So yeah. I loved it. It's great. Great chapter to get back into the wizarding world. Uh how do you feel like being back at uh, private drive?
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, I actually think so very interestingly i grew up next to these two neighbors Mm -hmm. uh who they have
2: oh yeah i think you talked about that yeah yeah yeah
1: just just their son and he won i mean again i hate to say this but like physically they match the description of like aunt petunia and and uncle vernon and i think it's odd they're great wonderful people always come over to the yard sale but they're always there's also a little bit of dursley in them in terms of like keeping the yard super nice the, yeah. the the hedges trimmed and then my dad's over here doing his thing and they're like you know noticing when my father is mowing his yard so they gotta mow their yeah. yard or like <laughs> who mowed the yard first and how neat is the yard and then you know who like we would be having a yard sale well they're having a yard of sale right you know it, it, so it was kind of fun but I always so when I, we go back to Privet Drive and we go back to the Dursleys I like to imagine them a little bit not the way they are if that makes sense because it's pretty bad and you don't like that harry is there and you think there is one i forget which book it is where it starts and he's like laying underneath the bushes and he's looking up at the sky or there's i forget, there's a different different points where harry just starts to get a little bit of as he gets older that you have they have less control over him they know that and they're just really it's just boring and dull and it just turns into kind of a long summer it's not as in tense in terms of like the fighting and stuff or whatever because he can control himself more and it's really just yeah it's it's just different things that that crop up or whatever like next book i mean it's not a big deal um that the start of that is not is not huge well it is i guess actually take that back i was gonna say something pretty big happens to dudley again which sucks oh yeah Um, (laughs) but uh in this though it's always cool for me to go back here and think and think about this just because it's where it starts it's just a normal Muggle neighborhood, they've got their, they, besides the abusive nature towards magic and towards Harry, outside of that, I'm just like, man, I look at those neighbors that I grew up with across the road. I'm like, they would have been just like them, probably. They would have yeah. been fine. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> but it's cool to be back here. I'm glad we're into Prisoner of Azkaban because I like this book a lot yes so it's exciting I haven't been this deep I I typically get through books one and two Mm -hmm. and then I might might run out of steam maybe I get into Prisoner a little bit but I've it's been a long time since I've been into Prisoner and then into Goblet so this is like exciting for me me too yes big time
2: yeah yeah yes Don't look at my toenails. Oh, I was about to... Do you know what I was about
1: to do? I was actually about to hold the microphone up to your feet and go, what do you guys
2: think? (laughs) Really? (laughs) I don't What
1: what what do you guys think down there, huh? Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's some ASMR. That was some feet ASMR. (laughs) Anyway, um, all or most of that might have been getting cut from the podcast, but... What do you got? <laughs> what do we got next? Uh, what's what's up? We got any? Uh, we got any owls?
2: No owls this week. So if you would like to send them, go ahead. Next week we will reach your owl. I don't know what that was. Next up we have the outro. Oh oh oh! Can we mention real quick? I forgot in the cottage ketchup. I just want to give a shout out to all the awesome students who are in theater or some kind of school. prod I mean, mm-hmm. yesterday we were at. Your school's yeah. school play, and they were performing Beauty and the Beast. And the first five yeah. minutes, I almost cried. Everything was so beautiful. You were They're crying by the so end. So talented. I was crying by the end. I mean, I was so emotional. That's. It's a great story. It's a great musical. But the kids bring it to life, and they. I mean, to me, it is mind-boggling how much equipment, how much, how many beautiful costume. Mm-hmm. stuff they have and props and they sing and perform and dance yeah, and yeah. act all at the same time man that's that's something that really that culture at school doesn't really exist in germany i want to say mm. i can't i can only speak you know for my own school and the schools that i know that my friends went to yeah so maybe in some parts of germany it is may- way bigger but i feel like this is really something something really good about about the united states how yeah in school, um, kids, the arts are more appreciated and 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 um supported by the. Yeah, school. yeah,
1: we're lucky because a lot of people really do find value in like your marching band, your orchestra, yeah. your choir, your show choir, and then theater. Yeah, that's a big one to be able to put on plays and stuff. It's so it's so 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 cool. Every single yeah. one of them I've gone to, I've been just like blown yeah. away. Yeah. And afterwards, you just want to go up and shake that student that student's hand yeah. and be like, "Oh my gosh, you are going to be." Like, you are, I mean, like, because acting is so difficult. It's so hard to be a good, I feel like what they do is so tough. All the memorizing yeah. of lines oh, and I know. singing, all the pressure, you know, not stumbling on right. the stage, catching the sword, the fake sword being thrown out <laughs> from the side, you know, mid-dance sequence, yes. like, what the heck? Yeah. They were talented, and I, I just, I'm always like, now I see, then I'll, then I'll see them in the hallway and be like, wow. Yeah, I know and
2: that's And you can't I get thought. your
1: homework turned in, come I on. Know. I'm just kidding.
2: No, kidding. actually... That's what I thought too. Like all these kids they just after the show was over they were like superstars, celebrities. They're How many little, little girls? girls went yeah. up to Belle, who, the, the girl who played Bell? Yes they all wanted pictures with her they yep. all wanted yep. like autograph was so i was so happy for them Me too like Me too. truly truly happy
1: yeah it was really good i got to see a lot of my students in the play and it was wonderful uh lots of them were working in the lights costume crew uh different sort of stage setup and things it was fantastic so if yeah. you are a student and you're into that just know uh that this professor thinks you're doing a great job yes. and it's really cool i'm glad and I, you know not everybody has that opportunity and so yeah. look for those too though in the community there's always there's actually a lot of different things that maybe aren't in your school and maybe like you were saying at your yeah. school if you if you want to go down that path look right. for it you know yeah. what i mean just because it's not there in your k-12 through 12 education yeah. um doesn't mean you can't do it doesn't mean you can't find a way so yeah, sure. yeah. but but I, anyways it was just fantastic yeah. and i i Loved love it. it so yeah yep jinx
2: yeah okay. yep all right yep, yep no nope. okay yep not
1: nope. anyway all right, friends. Well, hey, uh, thanks to all of our patrons, by the way, who we had a couple people bounce back in there supporting us. We appreciate you guys. We're going to do the Hangout uh, towards the end of May, just a happy hour. And once we do that one and if it's successful and we have a good time, by golly, we'll do another one. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing a monthly. They're fun little, you know, we I used to do them with my other projects yeah. and I would love to bring that back. Yeah, because, and, uh, and just have
2: a little crossover from star wars to harry potter fans you know yeah
1: oh for sure for sure and yeah. just, just to get to know people and you know we we joke at the end uh we say all the time that we want to meet new positive potter baboons people so baboons yeah <laughs> so uh if that's you and you want to hang out and you want to chat it would be it'd be fun we would love to just send you a link and it's just on your computer you pop on there and uh bring your spotchka bring your whatever <laughs> and have a good time and, and hang out so really fun there uh the other things so yeah we'll be releasing the uh more eee editions still i Still couldn't get it right. but uh, the
2: Editions.
1: Editions. The Extendable ear Edition. I uh, got a couple of those lined up for you guys. And then after this episode, we're going to be diving into our own Harry Potter uh, theory. So when Lottie sort of says here at the end that, oh, wait, next episode we're doing blah, 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 blah. We're actually dropping something in between. That's a little
2: hint to me. Oh, that's
1: a little like on the fly By business meeting. <laughs> By the way. Uh, so, and I think one of the, it's something Voldemort related. I'll say that there's, okay. I've got so many, uh, shorts on Voldemort and things that happen between him and Harry Potter in the Forbidden Forest. So we'll be covering that, uh, in between.
2: How about on our next reread episode? Okay. We can discuss that. Yeah, how about
1: on our next reread episode? Actually, great. That's a great way to do that. As Lottie edits the doc on the fly. Boom. So.
2: Boom, 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 boom.
1: Boom. I want you in my room. Yeah. Um, all right. Friends. Here's what we're gonna do. Okay. You're gonna read the blue, and I'm gonna
2: read the red. Oh whoa, 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 whoa! All right, friends. Well, that's all for this week. Thanks for tuning in to Shell Radio 94.7 Cozy. We hope you'll join us. Hope <laughs> <laughs> you join us in the future. I'm not doing it again. We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive. Potter. but There's no positive in there. I You,
0: you <laughs> took out the positive?
1: What? I have been... No, no, I didn't
2: take it out. There's no positive in there.
1: I've just been <laughs> saying
0: it. I've
1: just been in my mind saying it. I threw it in there. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Okay. You know what? We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling band of baboons.
1: Baboons.
2: If you don't want to miss the next episode, then be sure to just... <laughs>
1: to to describe be sure to describe our next episode (laughs)
2: please describe our podcast if you don't want to miss the next episode then be sure to subscribe (laughs) to our podcast be
1: sure to press subscribe The sun is setting. We've been...
2: Just subscribe to our podcast, guys. (laughs) Leave us a review and follow us on social media at Flo and Bell.
1: If you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding (laughs) family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You will find all the links down below. Thank you so much to all of our current patrons. We appreciate you to the moon and back. On our next reread episode, we will continue our journey through Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban with Chapter 2, Aunt Marge's Big Mistake. So make sure you tune back in next time, and until then, have a great rest of your week. Thanks for joining us in Shell Cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home. NETWORKS